Got an accident working I-65 northbound coming out of Coleman County. This is about the 313 mile mark. And a wreck, 565 eastbound at Wall Triana. It's been cleared. And a stall, Sparkman and Adventist should be out of way. Everybody loves the chicken and the shrimp at Popeye's. Hey, the crispy buttermilk biscuit shrimp, a sign and a biscuit, $6. University at George 72 at Jeff and North Parkway. For WTKI Talk, I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye's Chicken Skywatch Traffic Center. What we do is who we are. Whether you're a nurse, a carpenter, a truck driver, or a salesperson, our work defines us. And when we can do what we love and help others at the same time, that's when you know you've found a rewarding career. The Alabama Department of Labor is committed to helping you get there with on-the-job training, work-based learning, apprenticeships, and more. So when you're ready to begin your next career, ask yourself, who do you want to be? Sponsored by the ADOL, ACRI, ABA, and this station. Bringing wisdom, common sense, and a few gray hairs to the table through his many, many years of experience. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. This is Fred Holland. (laughs) 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. You know, we set out on this mission, and it's been kind of fun, because we we don't know sometimes what goes on out there. We hear little booms and things going on at the arsenal you'll hear a where they're testing a rocket that was a terrible impersonation of a rocket i'm sorry uh but anyway it's become more of a federal campus I want to welcome uh, marcus uh, watson and he's special agent in charge of um alcohol tobacco and firearms and explosives but it's atf you just leave the e off the e is silent as they the say e is silent because you're a three-letter agency we can't mess that up uh and michael knight who's the pio and i i didn't realize i get your stuff all the time absolutely uh absolutely. about what's going on like if there's like a robbery of, of and, and there's a like a firearm stolen or something like that that's kind of in your in y'all's wheelhouse right yeah, anything from the criminal enforcement to any of the community-based engagement activities. So, so what has so we got FBI huge contingent, ATF's been on the arsenal a while. Yes, right? sir. Not yes, how sir. long? Um, ATF's been here. I know at least fifteen, eighteen years since I've been an agent, and uh, it was just, at one time it was a small footprint here, but uh, we have a large contingency of people here, not as big as the FBI, but we have some very uh, detailed special agents here doing the job. You know, it's interesting because, uh, and, I, and I don't know if uh, Senators uh, Blackburn and Holly get their way, a lot more federal employees are going to be out where the services are. But we tend to be putting these things where, like, the arsenal's got plenty of land. So ATF's been there a while. We've had the, the bomb school's been there a while. I guess that's the FBI side, right? The bomb school? Yeah. Or you guys do kind of work that together, right? They do part. We do part. We have a pretty good footprint here as well in terms of the explosives, uh, the trained explosive specialists, certified explosive specialists, CES as we call them. Uh, so we have a good, pretty good, uh, robust program here as well. So how many employees are we talking about for ATF, would you say? ATF as a whole? Yeah. No, I mean here, here, and here compared to the, I guess, the workforce. I'd be, I'd, I'd have to give you a guess. I don't know how many people actually work here because they report to the uh, special agent in charge that runs uh, ATFs in Cedar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't. Maybe Mike knows. Right. So there's several dozen uh, employees here, but it's it's split between the training center, 
National mm-hmm. Center for Explosive Training Research, and the, the Nashville Field Division. Nashville Field Division covers both Tennessee and Alabama, okay. of which Huntsville has a, a satellite office. And it, that's the one that the group that handles a lot of the community activities. They handle the criminal enforcement mm-hmm. uh, and anything dealing with this whole region, not only Huntsville, but going down toward Birmingham and up in the Tennessee Valley. Okay. Now, the training facility is a Nash uh, that, that you come in here and do stuff, right, I guess, for... Training and yeah, the training it's a training and research and development uh, facility. So it's both from the training aspect and also from the research and development, uh, not only from the explosive side but from the fire investigation side as well. So, because I was going to ask, what exactly does ATF do? I mean, we've all heard of, we we know what we all know what it is, but what is it exactly? Well, ATF part of the Department of Justice is one of the, as you mentioned, the three-letter alphabet agencies, much like DEA or FBI. The ATF specialty is explosives um, and firearms regulation and enforcement. So we have two sides to our agency. There's a regulatory side that does more with the buying, the selling, the possessing. And then the enforcement side with the criminal possession or illegal possession of firearms and explosives. Is is you know, we, we, we know about firearms. We know the concern about certain firearms and you know, this idea that people can go out and on, on you can get an automatic weapon. No, you gotta those kind of things you can't legally have. You can I guess there's like a what, a three thousand dollar license you can have if you want to have one of those, I guess. Or it's actually a tax stamp process that you have to go through. It's a tax certification. It's not actually a license per so se. So they know who you are, basically. They know who you are. <laughs> On the legal side. You know, and that goes back to like 1934. Um, the National Firearms Act registration was, was passed by Congress that regulated um, machine guns or other uh, weapons that they determined not necessarily had any sporting purposes. Um, but were, were something that the government felt they need to regulate. So but what complicates this is the average criminal isn't going to go to the gun store to buy their gun. They're going to probably buy it out of somebody's trunk. That makes y'all's job a lot more complicated. It How a- complicated has it gotten? Well, it absolutely does. So there's two pieces of that. Not only is the criminal going to go to some other source uh, in states like Alabama or Tennessee or more your southern states, um, very strong Second Amendment state, very... Um, uh, you can buy guns here without going through a lot of state red mm-hmm. tape here. Uh, states like Michigan, where I grew up, states like Illinois, there's a state requirement for registration, so you have to go through a process. So the criminal's not going to buy that gun there. They're going to go to um, a pawn shop uh, and try to buy something off paper out of the back door. They're going to mm-hmm. go to a... Uh, and those guys can get in big trouble. They absolutely they can. Yeah. They absolutely can. And they can also buy guns at those uh, you know, flea markets, or, or sometimes people sell guns on Craigslist or some widow. Her husband passes away. She's got 15 guns. She doesn't know what to do with them, so she advertises them for sale. There's people who actually are engaged in the business of just trolling through ads and going to unsuspecting, unsuspecting or unwitting people that are legitimately trying to do the right thing and taking advantage of them because they do know the gun laws. Because they know the laws and they know they're not supposed to have them. So I got to get them some other way because they're not going to go to the gun store. Absolutely right? correct. And then there's a significant amount of thefts that take place. A lot of people leave firearms in their in the glove compartment in their armrest of their car under the seat, and people know it. So many, many times the targets of uh, opportunity are where some of these guns come from. So that's the other part, helping people secure these things, right? I mean, uh, tip you guys uh, is that one of the things you guys do? Give people tips on how to secure. 
firearms so you guys aren't having to work so darn hard. We give <laughs> tips. The process? We give tips. We give trigger locks. We do everything we can to try to educate the public. Our goal is simply to regulate the industry from legal firearms manufacture and sale and try to get normal possession from uh, the citizens. All right. I want to get to more of the overview because I think it's important for people to understand exactly what ATF does. Uh, anyway, more with Marcus and uh, more with Michael just ahead. They're with us for the hour. Stick around. Defeating the plot to disarm America. The Dana Show, today at 2 on WTKI Talk. With a Bloomberg Business of Sports report, I'm Michael Barr. Japan's Olympics minister says the summer games in Tokyo are moving as scheduled, and there was no discussion with the IOC about a cancellation or postponement of the event because of the coronavirus. Seiko Hashimoto made her comments in Parliament. Meanwhile, NBC has sold $1.25 billion in ads for the summer games. Brian Roberts, the chief executive of Comcast, the parent company of NBC Universal, says it's full steam ahead. We're getting ready. We're excited. Measures to stem the spread of the virus in Spain have some of the country's soccer fans complaining that they will not be able to attend their team's most high-profile match in more than a decade. The health ministry said this week that major soccer and basketball games involving Italian teams will be played in empty stadiums because of the virus outbreak in northern Italy. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr. Do business more powerfully during Dell's semi-annual sale. Save up to 45% on Dell computers and servers with Intel Core processors. It's time for you to upgrade to new, modern devices with Windows 10. Also, save on electronics and accessories, plus free shipping on everything and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call 877-BY-DELL to talk to a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find just the right tech. That's 877-BY-DELL or visit dell.com slash business deals. Hear that sound? It's priceless because in every heartbeat there's information that could change the way we think about heart health. Heartline is an app-based research study from Johnson & Johnson in collaboration with Apple, where you can share your heart information and earn rewards for completing study activities, building knowledge that could advance heart health for everyone, beat by beat by beat. If you're 65 or older and have an iPhone, you could be eligible to take part. Go to heartline.com slash visit to learn more. The Heartline Study. Know your heart. My story may help you. This is what happened. I was talking to my best friend. I told her I wasn't feeling like myself. I had pain in my pelvic area and bleeding that wasn't normal for me. Since it had gone on for a couple of weeks, my friend said I had to go to the doctor. Of course, she was right. Turned out I had uterine cancer, a type of gynecologic cancer. To make a long story short, by realizing something might be wrong and seeing my doctor right away... I received treatment. Now, we're confident I'll be fine. Please, please listen to your body. If something doesn't feel right for two weeks or longer, see your doctor. Uterine, cervical, ovarian, vaginal, and vulvar cancers are all gynecologic cancers. Signs and symptoms are not the same for everybody. So get the facts. Get the inside knowledge. Call 1-800-CDC-INFO to learn more. Knowing can make all the difference in the world. It did for me. A message from the Inside Knowledge Campaign and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. For the latest on all the new gadgets, you need Leo the Tech Guy. Saturday nights at 6 on WTKI Talk. That sounds sort of familiar. 
But I'm, I bet Scott was going to tell them. You say that every time. Uh, but it is, how about those Lakers of Grand Valley State University? There's a little fight song. Grand Valley, there, there you go. Is that Texas? No, sir, that's Michigan. That's Michigan. Yes, sir. Well, I missed that one by a mile. Big time. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> Boy, I've never missed it that far. Uh, Marcus Watson is special agent in charge of the ATF, and uh, Michael Knight, he's a public information officer for the ATF here in Huntsville. Uh, all right, so uh, give us an overview, because I'm looking here, I'm going, violent criminals organized, um, or uh, criminal organizations organized crime, uh, legal use and trafficking of firearms, um, illegal use and storage of explosives, arson, bombings, acts of terrorism, um a legal diversion of alcohol and tobacco products. You guys just don't have enough to do. Well, you know, <laughs> do you? <laughs> when I started uh, working for ATF, it was viewed as the blue-collar Fed at federal agency. Mm-hmm. Um, we work a lot of cases with our state and local partners. Probably one of the strongest components of ATF is our partnerships. Um, so many of the crimes that that we see, we don't. We're not a 911 responder per se. But we're a 912 responder in that, like in the FFL is, is broken into, we're right there on the scene. We work that case from start to finish in partnership with our state and local partners. Um, but ATF does have a broad jurisdiction, and we bump up on uh, other federal agencies, and we have memorandum, memorandums of understanding where we work through those things, like an explosive incident, both us and FBI likely will show up. If it's a minor drug case, we may bump into uh, DEA at some place along the way, but our main focus is violent criminals, firearms, and their regulation. So that's kind of who we are as an agency, but it's kind of multifaceted. There's a lot of investigations that spin into a lot of different violent crime. How many people are we talking about doing all the investigating? Are you guys, I mean, you got a lot of people out there, or is it? Uh... Nationwide, ATF's about 2,500 special agents that go out and cover the entire United States. We're in Puerto wow. Rico as well. Puerto Rico, Virgin Islands, I think St. Thomas, um, so we cover a lot of Mexico. We cover a lot of area uh, with a lot of uh, of responsibility. Not very many people, but I think we're pretty effective at what we do. So, so this is boots on the ground and ears on the ground, I guess, too, right? Kind of just following up all these leads and help. Because, again, you know, people say when there was a crime committed, um, you know, the police come and investigate, right? There's, there's not a lot of stopping it at the beginning. It's usually, and you guys a lot of times... I guess in your case, you're there at the beginning and the end because sometimes you can thwart some things. Y'all are at a level where you can perhaps thwart some things if you, because a lot of stuff's networked, right? Absolutely, organized crime. Absolutely, but so so two pieces of that. Um, we do respond. We do have to do some things after the fact. Hey, that crime's taking place. That mass shooting's taking place. So we go and we bring our investigative resources to that scene and do everything we can. Much like when I first arrived in, in uh, Nashville Field Division, there was a Waffle House shooter. There's uh, Some guy walks in. He pulls out a rifle. Oh, I remember that guy. Four people yeah. are killed. Um, the state and locals respond. It's a primary state homicide case, but we brought our expertise in firearms trafficking, using NIBIN, using the investigative tools that we had available to us to work partners, work a partnership with our state and local partners. So um, we do some things after the fact. We also work using our firearms tracing technology and our, our, our NIBIN program to say, hey, we're looking for this particular firearm. So we do what we can to try to disrupt the shooting cycle so we can prevent uh, that crime from taking place. Saying, hey, intelligence says this gun's been used in three crimes. We need to find out who's associated with that gun and how can we put a circle around he or she to try to put them in prison or in jail to disrupt that shooting cycle. 
So we have these boundaries, right? We have cities and counties and states, and then, of course, gangs don't recognize any of that. They've got their own territory. Yes, sir. Right? So we've got to figure out how to deal with that. So, uh, so many times, these investigations could go anywhere. Right. Anywhere across state lines. Um, again, we've worked things that, that have gotten to a Mexican cartel. That's important. Uh, narcotics. I mean, we've worked international cases in partnership with our state and local partners and federal partners. So uh, there are no boundaries. There are no places that we won't go to apprehend violent crime. What are human trafficking? Is that something the ATF gets involved in, or is that more an FBI thing or, or more in a different direction? Well, it depends on what it they, is. Sometimes I would say they cross paths, right, because yeah. we're talking organized crime again. Absolutely. But normally we would pivot to uh, HSI, Homeland Security. Mm. Um, used to be the old ICE. We called it. They have had a, had a number of names over the years, but that's not something we take any primary jurisdiction on. We would bring them in if there was a human trafficking piece to it. But there's there's nothing that says we won't butt up against that. Um, where there's somebody else trafficking uh, firearms, explosives, uh, counterfeit. Because they use people, yes. right, in desperate situations wanting to get across the border, and they go, well, yeah, well, let's, we'll help you get across, but you got to take this with you. Absolutely right? correct. Mm-hmm. Absolutely correct. That's unfortunate, but it's true. So what is the biggest the biggest challenge? I mean, if, 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 I mean we talked about a lot of stuff here, mm-hmm. but what's the what's the what's the big one? What's the one you wake up in the middle of the night and you go, holy crap! Hope we can last through this one. <laughs> the, the biggest challenge probably is to me something we talked about offline is is trying to prevent that next mass shooting, trying to prevent that that person who shouldn't have a firearm from and connecting firearm, those dots and connecting those right? dots, right? And we haven't, and and we've had, we've kind of had mixed reviews on that, right? And a lot of it is, well, and and sadly, the legal system has gotten in the way sometimes because of the way um, it was like, you know, it, it was silly way back. And fortunately, we've learned some where the FBI couldn't talk to the CIA or or so and so so and so agency couldn't had to go through a legal channel to talk to. But we don't have time. Absolutely <laughs> right? correct. We Absolutely gotta, correct. We got to share our information. Well, the, scary, the scary part, though, is again trying to disrupt that that shooter, trying to figure out who he or she's going to be. Um, and what that target may be. So you got people monitoring social media accounts. Um, if you see a person that's tried multiple times to buy a firearm and they were denied, is that person going to come back and, and conduct a straw purchase with someone who can legally possess it and then get that gun and go out and, and, and carry out some heinous crime? Um, unfortunately, in our society, uh, the mass shootings become kind of a blip on the news cycle. There yeah. was a time, like when Columbine happened, I mean, this thing was mass news for weeks. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, school shootings happen. It's a blip on a, on, a, on a, a blotter, and we can't allow that to be the case. That can't be normalized in society. You know, it, it, that's another area where this, if if you go through the normal purchase, and I haven't done this in years, but if you go through the normal purchase of a firearm, there's going to be a background check. If you go to a go to a gun store, there's going to be a background check. Correct. But we're only as good as that system, right? We found out what, what was the Texas church shooter that the Air Force never posted the guy shouldn't have been a Correct. shouldn't have been able to buy a firearm that's that's our firewall and we've got to make sure that works right the the next system uh is our safety net if a person is going to try to legally purchase a firearm they have to go through that process that is it's administered by the FBI and that's supposed to be the repository of all documentation 
and all things that are of interest to law enforcement to say, hey, there's a bright line. This person doesn't meet that bright line test. He or she shouldn't be able to buy a firearm. Sometimes there's things that fall through the cracks. Uh, sometimes there's things that's not reported. Sometimes there are things that are very old and they don't get reported in the time. So within 72 hours, if they haven't been able to resolve that question, the licensed dealer can legally transfer that firearm. And then ATF has to go out and say, hey, unfortunately, you shouldn't have got that gun. You need to give it back to us. And yeah. that can be somewhat of a tricky bag. I, I can imagine. <laughs> but if you're a prohibited possessor, that's exactly what you are. You're not allowed to legally have it, right? Absolutely correct. But again, the challenge is when you go knock on some person's door and say, hey, you just spent 600 bucks for this new Glock. Um, you need to give it back to me, and if you want money back, you got to work it out with that dealer. Yeah. Again, uh, that's not necessarily the the most friendly encounter. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, the the Nick system is pretty good. Um, could it be better? Sure. Is it ever going to be perfect? No. Um, but we just the, the biggest challenge though is again getting the, the 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 people who can legally own guns just to do a few different things. Hey, make sure you lock your gun up. I want to get want to get to some more of that because there are a lot of things we can do to make ourselves safer. Uh, and this whole social media thing, we keep kind of bumping up against it, the, the, the trolling that and finding out because we can put pieces together, right? Yes, sir. That's a big part of this. Yes, now. sir. Uh, more with uh, Michael Knight and uh, Marcus Watson from ATF coming up. For an insane world, WTKI Talk. Call the Fred Holland Morning Show at 256-684-8000. Still got a wreck working I-65 northbound about the 313 mile marker. That's in the Vinemont area, northern part of Coleman County. Now stall at Sparkman and Adventist. HPD should have that one taken care of now. Have you tried numerous weight loss plans and nothing seems to work? Odds are your hormones are the problem. Find out with a free hormone quiz at 2030Huntsville.com. Captain Nick in the WTKI Talk, Popeye's Chicken, Skywatch Traffic Center. Tradition at Stanley's is a little something different for everybody. The meatball, ham and Swiss, the pizza sub, steak combo, turkey, tuna subs, Italian cold cut, vegetarian, the kitchen sink. Hot or cold, they all have one thing in common, fresh baked bread. And don't forget those great sides, fried green tomatoes, mushrooms, cheese sticks, onion rings and fries. Huntsville's original sub, Stanley's, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive, just west of First Baptist Church. Like Stanley's on Facebook and receive special offers. Adding half a million highly skilled employees to our workforce by 2025 is how we stay ahead in Alabama. Our economy is stronger than it's been in years, and a skilled workforce is more important than ever. Things move fast, so choose your path. Your success is waiting, plus a great future for Alabama. Success Plus. Go for it. Sponsored by Alabama Works, the Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Hi, I'm Joan London. If you're looking for senior care for your mom or dad like I was, call A Place for Mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. Their local advisors will explain your options and help you select senior living communities at no cost to you. 
To speak with a local senior living advisor, call A Place for Mom at 800-279-7605. That's 800-279-7605. There's a place for answers, a place for mom. All right, crew, let's get her done. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, you must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. Make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Caretaker was very rough with me, but I thought they did it because I wasn't moving fast enough. My son was supposed to help take care of me, but he was never around. Elder abuse is a crime, and together we can stop it. If you or someone you know has been abused, neglected, or exploited, call the Adult Abuse Hotline at 1-800-458-7214. That's 1-800-458-7214. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Human Resources, the ABA, and this station. Ever ruined by splintering wood where you've made a cut? I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about a way to make sure those cuts are nice and clean right after this. Regardless of your skill level in home repair or woodworking, you want a glue that you can trust. Because a glue that doesn't work can ruin any project in a hurry. Fortunately, Tightbond has the glue you need to get the job done with confidence. From interior glues with strong initial tack and short clamp times to exterior glues with exceptional strength and water resistance, look to Tightbond for the right glue for your next project. For more information, visit tightbond.com or see them on Facebook. Anytime you use a miter saw to cut wood, there's a chance that the backside of the cut will splinter. The powerfully spinning blade enters the wood from the top side, and as it rips out the back of the board, it pulls the wood fibers loose along the edge. The problem is worse if the blade is dull, but even a brand new blade can splinter the best lumber. That means lots of extra unnecessary sanding to get a nice smooth finish. To avoid this, stick a piece of painter's tape on the back side of the board, directly under the area where you'll be making the cut. The tape will hold the wood fibers in place as the blade enters the board. So when you remove it, you'll have a nice, clean, splinter-free cut. I'm Danny Lippard with tips for today's homeowner. Hey, I'm Tim Dennis. And I'm Brian Hewitt. And we're the Beer Guys. We're talking craft beer right here every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. right after Cigar Dave. If you don't know your pilsners from your porters, we can help. And if you're looking to up your beer game by drinking some great brews from our area, we've got you covered, too. We talk to the people from here that make the beer that you want to drink. Join us for Beer Guys Radio Saturdays at 1 p.m. on WTKI. Hey, need to find a Honda? Find a Honda in a hurry, where the savings are always greater. Honda of Decatur. Make a beeline for the Beltline. Don't sit in traffic. It's easier here in March, where a 2020 CRV has financing as low as 1.9 for 36 months. Honda Accord 2.9. Need to find a Honda? Find a Honda in a hurry, where the overhead's lower and the savings are always greater. HondaOfDecatur.com and on Beltline Road. 
It's an amazing time in our industry because things are changing so rapidly. This helps our customers save money while upgrading and improving efficiency. Lyosi Group President Nick Lyosi. One of our largest customers recently upgraded, saved $20,000 a month, and met new government security requirements. With our new human resource software, another customer cut their workflow in half and improved employee morale. We are not just a copier company anymore. Drake Avenue and at LyosiGroup.com. You a cat person, Daryl? I am. Love him since I was three years old. Vicious creature. Able to pet the pussycat and keep you informed. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. Yeah, it sure is. For rebates and special financing options in a new Linux home comfort system, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning. Uh, 256-852-8825. You can also visit online, insideweatherguy.com. Terms and conditions apply. Alabama certification number 83073. Well, we went through this earlier. Uh, nice day today. Mostly cloudy. We might see the sun a little bit. Uh, we'll get to 67. Thunderstorm in the wee hours tonight, 90% chance, then 90 on Tuesday, 50% on Tuesday, 60% Wednesday, uh, 50% Wednesday night, 40, you kind of get the idea, it goes all the way through the weekend. Right now we're looking at uh, clouds in 49. Uh, we're joined by uh, Michael Knight, he's public information officer for uh, the ATF, and uh, Marcus Watson, who is special agent in charge, and uh, we're, this is part of our Getting to Know the Arsenal series. Because it's more of a federal campus now. You don't see much uniform military out there anymore, do you, Marcus? No, sir. This is pretty much a federal campus, as you said. And it's a lot of people coming and going all the time and, and a lot of sensitive stuff going on. Still doing all the other things it's known for, but all this, too. Michael, we had talked during the break. Why don't we do this? And we'll, we'll talk about the social media stuff, too. But you cannot legally own a firearm if. How would you answer that? Uh, well, there's certain there are certain prohibited uh, factors that individuals cannot have that firearm, and, and those are known. And especially when individuals commit crimes and they go to court, uh, the judge and judicial system will tell you if you can have a firearm for future use. So, so those those individuals know that they cannot legally purchase a firearm, which is different from those individuals that, that are actually trying to make that purchase in, in a legal sense and, and making those legal transactions through federal firearms licensees, the gun stores. Uh, and so, so there is a, a, a difference in those, those. The public does know uh, what is prohibited and what isn't. So this is kind of kind of say, well, I didn't know. Uh, a lot of times they should have, right? Right. Especially when, they, poor when, when they go into court. And when they go into court in that action and the, and the judge issues that sentence, uh, it's very well spelled out. Uh, so they have that information that, uh, for future use that, that they cannot either possess or own any of the firearms. For, for not just firearms, but explosives, too, and we haven't gotten to that. Um, the, the, the social media network. And again, it's public, right? I mean, you're you're out there telling people things. That's the weirdest thing, right? We tell things tell tell things about ourselves to people we don't even know more than we ever have. If somebody walked up on the street, we'd say they were crazy if they were asking us that. But then we volunteer all this stuff. Well, it's out there. It's public, right? Correct. And and you guys are weeding through this just like everybody else, right? right. And and that's become part of trying to piece all this together, right? Now. Well, you know, ATF's got 25 crime gun intelligence centers throughout the country. Each field division has one. Uh, so our sits in Nashville. Part of their responsibility, as you mentioned, is to monitor social media, to look for uh, that 
person that's either being radicalized or is radicalized and that's looking for support or raging against the machine and decide that I'm going to go out and I'm going to do these things and I'm going to hurt these people. Um, everybody has a right, freedom of expression, to say whatever that you want to say. But the, the downside of that is sometimes you can spark something in someone who's kind of volatile mm-hmm. and they go off the, the uh, ramp and they end up in a situation where they've either decided to hurt people either through criminal means of a, use of a firearm or use of explosives. Pipe bomb means that kind of thing. It happens. That's the other thing. This, the, the Boston uh, Marathon bombing was one of those that that terrified people. That you could take, and that these guys apparently learned to make it online, right? You you can go online, unfortunately, and, and find a methodology to do just about anything that you want to do, including um, making explosives from very common uh, components that separately are nothing, but together become an explosive. But there are patterns of purchase for that you can follow, too, right? If somebody's buying a lot of them in a particular case absolutely there's patterns of purchase but part of the problem is if you know some person going out to buy a a, a pressure cooker insignificant yeah Uh, you go out and you buy some uh, bbs for a bb gun or pellets for a pellet gun Mm -hmm. insignificant um a small amount of some type of black powder yeah doesn't move the needle too much collectively now we've got a problem could be something could be something no different than even if you're making a chemical bomb separately item a item b Indifferent. One may just be fertilizer. One may be diesel fuel. So nothing that's going to raise the radar. Put those two together, and the right combination becomes very volatile. You know, here we are, and and I think we've overreacted. And and again, is there a legitimate fear of the coronavirus? Yeah. Are we going to have more cases? Yeah. But what should we, in the area of explosives and, and mass shootings and all that, we need, I think we just need to be aware of our surroundings, right? We don't need to panic. We don't need to hold ourselves up in our houses and never go anywhere, or they win, right? The United States is a very old country um, in the scheme of uh, time and things we've dealt with. So there's not really a lot of new things. So should you restrict your movement? No. Um, but what you should do is be very aware. Um, look for those things that just don't fit. Uh, your gut kind of tells you, hey... Something's not right with this individual, this person, or this place. If you feel uncomfortable, if you see something, you say something. Yeah. Uh, by no means, having been a local law enforcement officer, do we want to restrict or impede a person's freedoms? But there's nothing wrong with coming up and having a conversation saying, hey, sir, ma'am, is everything okay? That little incident may deter that person from saying, hey, they looking at me, or I don't fit. Um, so if you see something, say something. That's one of the, the simplest things we ask people to do. If you see something, you say something. Let local law enforcement know. Let them make that contact. But we, we, we sometimes, and I, I've known people over the years who go, well, I'll never go to a shopping mall because, you know, and I go, why? <laughs> well, because in the movies, somebody, you know, and I'm, come on. We, we need a little common sense, right? We need a lot of common sense. I don't think that there's any sense in locking yourself in your home and throwing away the key. And you just got to live your life. You got to go out and live your life. Because if someone's committed mentally to doing something, they're going to do it, right? Yeah. The thing is, we asked, hey, again, from a responsibility standpoint, if you see something, say something, or if you have something that could potentially be harmful, lock it up. Not not really hard. A trigger lock. Um, just locking it in a gun safe. Little basic things that, you know, little Johnny's thinking about, hey, I want to go do something. He doesn't have access to that gun in your home because yeah. your gun is now locked up. And technology allows you now, if you need to protect your home, you got these 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 great things that you. I guess they recognize your fingerprint or whatever. There are all kinds of 
ways to secure your weapon, but if somebody's invading your home, you can get to it quickly. Sure. And still protect your home. Absolutely. Right? But yeah. you have to invest in that kind of stuff, and you have to plan with it. Just like uh, Tom Gresham, our show on Sunday here on Gun Talk, he talks more about safety than he talks about anything else. You know, you're responsible for what comes out of that barrel, right? The, the whole piece of educating the public when we go out and do the community events is really just to highlight the real basics. Protect your firearm. Know how to use your firearm in a safe and effective manner so you can protect your home, the, the intended purpose. Uh, protect yourself. But it's not about we want to stop people from buying guns. That's not what ATF does. We do not uh, go out and you can only sell 10 guns. That's not our job. But if you're going to sell guns, you're going to sell guns the right way. And if you're going to possess guns, you should possess them within the law. That's it. You know, we go back to, uh, we were kind of joking during one of the breaks about, uh, you know, you guys used to be the revenueers, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> it was all about, you know, running moonshine and all that kind of stuff. It has evolved yes, greatly, sir. hasn't it? But you still do that, too, right? I mean, still, still illegal alcohol and tobacco trade is still something that's still under your jurisdiction. You know, right? ATF was really created as a, a part of IRS. It was part of a tax issue. That, you know, as you mentioned, it was the, the illegal seller alcohol. That's really where ATF got its blue-collar uh, mantra from how we operated. Um, we, we've probably moved more away from that and more to the farms because that's the biggest threat to public safety. Um, my goal is, in my career was to be able to work a steel case when I was in Michigan. Um, I didn't quite get it because the one case I had, the guy was um, not not really a, a good federal target because he was a decorated veteran. He thought he was doing something that was just living off the land. Uh, but it, obviously, alcohol is is very regulated industry. The tax and trade uh, portion of uh, ATF, we kind of they're not an offshoot, but they're they're kind of doing their own thing now. Mm-hmm. They're not as much in the center as they used to be. But it's still around. It's still around. Absolutely. Just a little bit. Absolutely. Bigger focus. All right. I want to talk a little bit more about, uh, we, we kind of touched on the explosive thing. Um, but again, those are, um, is somebody going to get some, and I guess part of this is national defense, but I mean, bringing anything big in here would involve a lot of agencies, I'm guessing. We'll, uh, we'll chat about that. Uh, more with Michael and Marcus from ATF coming up. Huntsville comes to talk. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. Get a new wreck reported now. 565 eastbound, east of I-65, about a half a mile or so. 65 northbound at the 313. That one was reported with injuries about the Vinemont area northbound on I-65. Is snoring or a CPAP ruining your love life? The Somnident from Dr. Randall Sandlin can help. 350-CARE or RandallSandlin.com. For WTKI Talk, I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye's Chicken Skywatch Traffic Center. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed. 
Also, the Army National Guard's education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time, close to home, by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked. Endless worrying about college. Cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do Alabama's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. (laughs) Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. I live alone and rarely have visitors. So when I slipped and fell in the kitchen last month and couldn't get to a phone, I knew I was in trouble. Help! I could barely move. Help! I tried calling for help, but no one could hear me. As I lay there, I couldn't help but think of my kids and grandkids having to go on without me. I was terrified. It took eight hours for my neighbor to find me. It could have been the end of me. That's when I knew I needed Life Alert. With just one press of this button, I'm connected to the Life Alert Center, where I can get the help I need, even when I cannot reach a phone. With Life Alert, I'm never alone. Please call 1-800-414-2188 for your free Life Alert brochure. That's 1-800-414-2188. 1-800-414-2188. Call for your free Life Alert brochure today at 1-800-414-2188. Insane solutions for an insane world. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. You always say, I I don't know what's going on at the Arsenal, but I'm just comforted to know there's a lot of stuff going on. And one of them is this big contingent of uh, ATF we have here. Uh, Marcus Watson is special agent in charge of uh, ATF at uh, Redstone Arsenal and... uh, um, Michael Knight is a PIO, a public information officer. I want to, you know, one of the other ones we didn't get to is ar- arson is another one, right? That ATF may be involved in, and there's some expertise there as well, right? Absolutely. ATF has a very robust um, certified fire investigator training program. We have some of the best experts, men and women around the country, that go out and work major um, fire fire related uh, things. Like uh, there was a the uh, thing that happened at the the dock. Recently in Scottsboro, Alabama, yeah, Marina Fire. So our certified fire investigators, uh, along with our national response team, was uh, helping out and assisting with the state and locals on that, that investigation. And, and you guys provide training to local uh, fire departments and all that as well. Is that something ATF does as part of what's going on here on the arsenal, or both the explosive side and the uh, fire research side? There are some very highly trained uh, personnel at the at the uh, Redstone Arsenal there that that do uh, some unbelievable testing and analysis and research uh, that is second to none around the world. 
and and in the area of explosives and and arson because I mean there's a pattern for the, the, the you know it's funny because we we look at the t- the TV shows you know it's over in what. 50 minutes <laughs> they throw out the commercials yes, sir. <laughs> the real life doesn't work that way right it's painstaking and it takes time but there are patterns to these things it's painstaking right? it takes time and it takes a very specially trained person um, many times people will try to use arson as a means to profit um, so they'll, they'll burn down some ongoing development some failing business and they make it look much like oh this was just an accidental fire an electrical fire and again, the men and women of ATF that are trained in that area are very good at uh, determining, no, this was an intentionally set fire, um, i.e. arson, and uh, we've had some very successful prosecutions in that arena. So because we're talking big money involved a lot of times. Big so then it money. becomes more than just, uh, and, you, and, you, and you pray nobody's involved, you know, loses their life in the process. Sometimes if it's property, it's one thing. If it's somebody's life, that's... That's a whole bigger, bigger animal, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And there, there are times that someone will use like a Molotov cocktail. They'll take some flammable device, stick a, a, a rag down it, and they throw it against a, a house. They'll use it as a criminal bombing, or they try to burn someone out, threaten someone. You know, gangs often use it, and uh, sometimes, unfortunately, people die. But they do use that as a means of violence, to carry out a violence act. You guys don't have enough to do. There's just too much stuff here. All right, so this Correlation Center, this is the other big national thing that I'm I'm not sure people understand is at the Arsenal. I want to talk about that. This is is ballistics and all that kind of stuff. We'll we'll talk about uh, coming up in our final segment uh, about the ATF. Our neighbors on the Arsenal. I'm Brian. And I'm Tim. Join us for Beer Guys Radio every Saturday right after Cigar Dave on WTKI. I'm Deirdre Bolton, and this is the Fox Business Report. Stock futures on the S&P 500 were halted overnight when they declined 5%. The sell-off followed sharply lower crude oil prices after Saudi Arabia decided to launch a price war with Russia. The slump happens as global demand has been shrinking because of the coronavirus canceling travel and manufacturing. Bill Flynn of Price Futures Group says this will result in lower gas prices, but it'll take a toll on the energy industry. This is like the worst-case scenario. You have demand falling off the roof. You have uh, uh, Saudi Arabia flooding the market with oil, uh, you know, basically driving prices down to the point of pain. Starbucks is testing a new coffee cup today in New York, San Francisco, and Seattle. It's a paper cup with biodegradable lining instead of plastic. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Coselda, invested in you. Prescription products require an online physician consultation and are only available if the physician determines a prescription is appropriate. Subscription required. See website for full details and important safety information. Hey, guys. Good news. The expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means the prescription medication to treat ED is super affordable at 4 And now get your first online doctor's visit free at 4 That's right. Zero copay, no awkward face-to-face conversations to get your prescription. That's really good news. To start your free online visit, go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash joy. 
Got a wreck on 565 eastbound now, east of I-65, just before mile marker one. That one's a no injury. I-65 northbound at the 313, right near the Coleman-Morgan County line. That one reported as an injury type. Expert heart care backed by advanced technology. When you need cardiac care, you know you need Dr. Randall Burns and the team at Huntsville Heart Specialist, Bob Wallace Avenue, Captain Nick, and the 72 and Jeff Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. I'm attorney Gary Lackey. You know, you'll hear people say we're like a family, but here at the Lackey Law Firm, that's really true, not just a saying. I'm Justin Lackey. With my father and my sister, we have a special connection to each other. I'm Jennifer Lackey. At the Lackey Law Firm, when we take on your case, you become part of our family. You really do. And we'll always do whatever it takes to get everything you deserve. If you're injured, you worry about getting well, not about paperwork or insurance companies or figuring out how to get to your lawyer's office. I'll come to you. We worry about your case so you don't have to. When you've been injured, we know that your case is probably the biggest thing going on in your life. More important than almost anything else. And it's important to us too for one simple reason. Family takes care of each other and the Lackey Law Firm will take care of you. The Lackey Law Firm. The Lackey Law Family. 1-800-4-RIGHTS. No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. I need some alcohol, Converting your warped view into something more realistic. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. How does OATF had a theme song? That's amazing. I am so impressed. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> An official theme song, I would say. Uh, we won't even mention his name or uh, any of that, but it had the words in the song, so I went with it. All right. So we'll leave his name remember because they might be looking for him, you know. Uh, Michael Knight is a public information officer for uh, for the ATF and uh, um, Marcus Watson, uh, special agent in charge. At uh, all right, so there's the Huntsville office, and you guys there's a Nashville office, there's a Chattanooga office. So that's one element, and then we have this correlation center and training center and all of that. So there's a lot going on out there, but these are two kind of separate things, right? There's a lot going on. Uh, the, the correlation center is the the hub where you have some very tra- highly trained people that take the data that's provided uh, with the NIBRN program, and they actually develop the leads and they send them out to the respective police departments that are partnering with ATF. Um, we have a very robust NIBIN program throughout the state of Alabama and the state of Tennessee where our state and local partners collect uh, crime scene evidence, the shell casings. Um, they put them in a system that does an analysis. That analysis is much like a fingerprint for a firearm. Just like the FBI uses fingerprint, that's their thing, that's their technology. So it used to be, the ballistics used to be the round, right? The fired round. And now we can now we can determine information from from the from the uh, from the casing, each and every firearm leaves a unique signature uh, on that particular shell casing that says this was fired from a nine millimeter Glock or a forty caliber six hour. Um, that gives uh, law enforcement a very strong lead to say this is the gun you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
then if you do your, your you backtrack, if you will, you work a little bit backwards and say, all right, well, I've got Michael Knight. I've got a six hour shell cases, 40 caliber at four different scenes. You compare those scenes and guess what? You know, who your shooter is. Because each of the because the firearms are unique in that I guess where they strike the 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 round I guess is unique. Just right? like a fingerprint, a unique yeah. signature. We call it a signature. They leave their unique signature on that shell case, and that tells you that this came out of that gun. And all that's going on here. That's going on right here in Huntsville, Alabama. So, so when you're in some, you know, you're in I don't know somewhere in in Blaine, Washington, you're entering a system that's here that's, that's going to analyze your round for you if you're a law enforcement. Yes, sir. There's a lot going on out there, and we try to get those turned around within 48 hours. Wow. Uh, so and, and that's the ask. You know, if if the local law enforcement works with ATF, that system's very robust. Um, and it, at the end of the day, it's all about making people safer. So these kinds, so, so we, we just, and, and not to make people's eyes glaze over, but this is, this is, of all the agencies, you think FBI's got a lot to do, and some of the, you guys have a lot of, there's a lot of fingers out there, right? A lot of stuff to be doing. All the federal agencies are busy. There's a lot of jurisdictional uh, things that come with whatever that designation is. Uh, but one of the big things that, that Michael and I have tried to commit to, um, not only doing all the things we discussed, but being engaged with the community, uh, educating the community, working with the community. And like with our great program, we try to make sure that we give um, some people who may be teetering in some at-risk situations, there's an alternative. So gang reduction, education, and training. If you're involved in a gang or if you're thinking about joining the gang, we try to work in those targeted communities to say there's another way. Um, here's some conflict resolution tools. Here's some resources that are available to you. Um, we point them toward boys and girls clubs or anything in our after school program to read. Really just to educate that young person to say there, there's nothing that, that comes from being in a gang other than something bad. So this is another area. I, I didn't know that was so. You know, I kind of okay, local police departments, you know, FBI, and everybody's working on trying to get kids not associated with gangs. Now ATF's involved in this as well at a, at a community level. Yeah, we have several community programs. I mean, last week we were doing the Read Across America, uh, and that was a nationwide program that ATF was very heavily involved with. And, and so anything that we can reach out to the young men and women of, of uh, this country so that we can make that positive influence. Wow. You guys have a big job. We'll have to, we'll have to get an update uh, as, we go, as we go on forward here, because I, I didn't realize all this was going on out there. But that's all, our whole purpose of getting to know what's going on in the arsenal. Michael Knight, thank you very much, Public Information Officer for uh, ATF, and uh, Marcus Watson, he's the uh, special agent in charge. People want to find you guys, want to want to reach out, maybe find uh, get, get you involved in one of their communities. What do they do? There's a website. You can go to uh, ATF.gov and look for the Nashville Field Division. There will be contact information for the division. All right. All right. And this correlation center is fascinating to me. Wow. Okay, well, I appreciate it. It is. It is off. The technology is just off the charts, isn't it? Anyway, thanks, guys. Thank appreciate you. the update. Enjoyed it. You're listening to the Fred Holland Morning Show on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. Rich texture, innovative design, and relentless attention to detail create the foundation for a great room. Start yours with Parts Gallery of Fine Rugs, carrying the largest variety of handmade and machine-made rugs from all over the world, from small accent rugs to palace size, adding beauty and elegance to your home. Parts Gallery offers professional cleaning, repair, and restoration of your current rugs with free pickup and delivery. Visit us online at parsgallery.net or stop by our showrooms. Parts Gallery on Culver Road in Mountain Brook and Whitesburg Drive in Huntsville. 
There are many important issues in Alabama today, and none are more important than ensuring our children have loving, nurturing families to care for them. There are more than 6,000 foster children in Alabama who need you to be the difference in their lives. So please join our team for foster children. Open your heart and open your home. Become an Alabama foster or adoptive family. Call one 866 kids and become the change in a child's life. Sponsored by the Alabama DHR, the ABA, and this station. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day. WTKI Talk, 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WT-